Welcome to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast, where we talk all things social media marketing to help your Christian media, Christian missionary, or church outreach find the seekers in your context. We want to help you get the right message in front of the right person at the right time and even on the right device. Are you ready? Here's your host, John Rawls, owner of Kavanaugh Media. Hey there, thanks for joining the Christian Media Marketing Show. My name is John. I am honored to spend some time with you today. Thanks for just taking some time of your schedule out. I know that you are busy, and I do not take it for granted that you have chosen to download or click on this link on YouTube and to spend some time with me here today. I'm, I'm very thankful for that, and I'm thankful for just the opportunity to be able to serve you and others around the world. We are quickly approaching Thanksgiving here in the United States, and we have a lot to be thankful for. There is so much going on that even in the midst of suffering and much persecution, so much of, of, of the news that you could look at and go, this is terrible. There is some realities that are there that we can be thankful for. And one of them and probably the greatest, is that the Lord is still on his throne. God is still in control. No matter what, no matter what's happening in your country or location, in your ministry, your church, your mission endeavor, even in your personal life or within your family, God is still there and he is still in control. And so it's always important for you and me to be handing over to the Lord control. Let him do what only he can do. What can we do? Well, we can work hard and we can pray as well. This is one of the encouragements and things that I am so thankful for is the prayers that are happening around the world for the kingdom. There's been efforts by many teams to generate 24-hour prayer for their country, for their location. There are people that are requesting prayer for larger movements. And the thing that I, one of the books I've been reading through, and I'll, I'll maybe give you an update even on this book later, but one of the, the things about this book that's been challenging to me is this idea of praying specifically, to pray specifically for certain things, to pray, God, please provide this, or please do this, or Lord, we're, we're praying and asking you. And I'm encouraging you to have big God-side goals, to have a vision that is great for the Lord. Those numbers don't get caught up in what other people are doing. Look at what God is calling you to do and then pray for God-sized goals, very specific ones tied to the work that you're doing. And then give him thanks for that because God does move on behalf of the prayers of his people. The work that you and I do ultimately is a spiritual one. And the reason we do this work is because people matter. The souls of every single individual matter. So much so that God sent his son to die on a cross for them. And so we work hard, we leverage marketing, technology, tools, whatever it can be to make Jesus famous. We want to make him known. We want to make him famous because we believe when God's word says that when he comes back, when Jesus comes back, every knee will bow and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord. So until, until that point, you and I need to press forward. And we need to remind each other of the why we do what we do. We need to be grateful and thankful and people of prayer, relying upon the Holy Spirit to do what only he can do. 
All right, now, I wanna to talk to you today about a modification to the funnel itself of the work when you and I are trying to introduce Christian concepts using social media and paid marketing. How do we do that? There's this idea of know, like, and trust, and I still believe in it. It's still the core of the thinking of how we do this funnel. But last week, as a team, we were getting together on Friday afternoon, and it was specifically Sean and Casey and I sitting around. Amy joined us a little bit later, and we were talking about high cost and the cost that it takes for people to make decisions to follow Jesus. And it is very possible where you are that there is a cost. There's a personal cost, a relational, societal. So we're not thinking necessarily money, though that could be as well. Lost business, all sorts of persecution that could come from it. But we're not asking people to like buy a shirt, something that's of a low cost, low commitment. We're asking people to completely change their worldview of who it is. So the analogy that I was giving as we were talking through this as a team is if we were trying to be in sales and we're trying to sell a Lamborghini, when you're trying to sell a Lambo versus a t-shirt, the process looks different. What brings them to it looks different. The marketing looks different. There's a high cost to what it is that you and I are trying to do. And so we need to be aware of this as we try to help people. And there's different things that we're seeing in the marketing that helps at different parts in this process. So let me dive into this and share with you just a little bit of what I am thinking and get your thoughts on this later. I would hope that you will, as always, reach out to us, send us messages, let us know what you're seeing or thinking. We appreciate it. We value it. I celebrate it. I got a message this morning about one country location, about what God is doing there. So we love it. We are so grateful when you share back with us what you're learning or thinking. But in a high cost, and on this we're talking culturally, not money-wise, all right? In a high cost environment, there is a process to this funnel. And Remember, a funnel itself is just our attempts to describe something that's naturally happening. So we don't make a funnel and then try to force people into it. We understand the flow of what people do, and then we use a funnel to describe that. Sometimes, though, it may not be a funnel, or it may not be this perfect shape of what I'm going to show you here. So what does it look like? Well, here we go. So when you have a high cost, high time commitment part to what you're doing, then it is really important that you and I think through just what our our goals and what are their goals in this process. So what we do know and what we're seeing is that when something has a high cost, societal, whatever, could be even you know the monetary ones using the Lamborghini example, there's a high time and a high commitment level that comes into it. So it takes time and it takes a commitment on their part. Think steps might be an even better way to describe this instead of a funnel, right? So there's steps. They're moving closer and closer and closer to their goal. So when we're thinking through this, we have our goals. Ultimately, it is to make disciples. It needs to be to make disciples. If you are in work for the Lord Jesus Christ, your goal needs to be to make disciples. Now, 
That's the commission. That's the command. That's our mission that we have is to go into all the world, right? Go in all the world, make disciples, baptize them, teach them to obey all that he's commanded. Walk with Jesus in that fellowship with him. That's our mission. So when we're talking about this marketing to that kind of a goal, that's our ultimate objective, to multiply, to get multiplying disciples. But when a person sees your content, their goal will look different. So when we do this top of the funnel, all right, and so it's this part right here, this paid social ad area, what I think is really important is that we are showing the Holy Spirit fruit in the material that we're doing. We lift up Jesus and we lift up then that solution of what Jesus brings, which is the Spirit living in us, the fruit of the Spirit that becomes evident. So we're trying to be, to attract people, to lift up Jesus. What a person who sees your content they're trying to learn and discover here at this very beginning. So this is this no part that we're talking about. As they do that, if they begin to know, then they're going to evaluate what they're seeing, the content, your website, the marketing, the messaging, all of that. This is the like part where they begin to not only know that you exist and to know about Christians in their context, but they begin to like this Holy Spirit fruit, this word of God, these testimonies. So the top is normal paid social media lifting up Jesus. If I could only do one form of media for the rest of my media engagement, digital engagement life, it would be Bible type of content. It's not to diminish anything else, but I believe that when we lift up the Word of God and we lift up Jesus and we let people discover who Jesus is, it can do more than what anything else we could ever hope for in our lives. So we have that. We have Bible-themed content. We have great content that we're putting out, introducing people to Jesus. Maybe there is some great content that you are creating or you're, you have access to. There's a, a new video we're going to be running in one country that the video is just about completed. And it's great. It's just, it's got a biblical message, but it's put to a contemporary modern concept. And it's very culturally specific for the audience that we're going to be sharing it with. So this is important. The paid social ads, Holy Spirit fruit type of work. As you move through this, this is where testimonials, Bible downloads, Bible reading plans become really important. This is where you can do things both from a video perspective, the testimonies, but also on Bible downloads. And so I'm thankful for uh, people like Faith Comes by Hearing and others that are out there, SIL, Wycliffe, many others, the, the app building process for that. And we are seeing that people are hungry for the Word of God. In fact, one of the teams that we get the privilege of working with has been doing some experiments and we're working with them. And one of the things that they're seeing then in specific cities is a huge amount of Bible downloads. In fact, in one month, 1,800 people downloaded the Bible. And these ads were only running in 
one or two cities. So it's a small, small experiment, but it is showing dividends. One of the things I would encourage you to think through is not just a Bible, but then doing retargeting or remarketing for Bible reading plans and to get plans that are really specific for your people group, your target persona, your target audience of who you're trying to reach. Let them read and think and evaluate and like. Let them taste and see that the Lord is good. Now, so they're trying to learn, evaluate, and to make a decision. We're trying to attract, engage them to a point of conversion. And then with the ultimate goal, multiplying. Well, this is there when face-to-face takes place. This is where messages will begin, where they're seeing this content, and then we're giving them opportunities to reach out and to begin the message. We are excited to see this take place because it's from those messages then that the request to meet face-to-face can happen. That same team I was just sharing about in a really hard country have been doing prayer ads and then when people respond with prayer requests they're giving them more content specifically related to that prayer request which at the end of it is an opportunity for them to reach back out and begin the message the result of that in just a couple weeks of time going on about a month now that we've been running this experiment there was 13 people that requested face-to-face meetings. This is a huge number for this team in the context of where they're at. And so it started with prayer. It started with engaging them. It had messages. Then there's more content that comes back into it. So don't get caught up thinking this is always just linear, that A, B, C, D. Sometimes it, it jumps back and forth, different types of content, different themes, different objectives to your ads. But then with the messages, we were giving them more content which then led them back to then to the face-to-face. This is when these people are seeing and, and deciding that they want to move forward on that. That's the goal, and that's where the trust part comes into know, like, and trust. At a point of trust, they will message you, or it may start with comments on an ad or a post. But at a certain point, We are praying specifically then for these people that that online messaging will move to -to face-to-face if at all possible. I know there are places where it's hard. I know there's places where that process goes slower. Do not get caught up worrying about what another field, another team, another religious group that's being targeted, whatever. Just Think about your place and your context, where you are. That's the key thing. Be faithful there in all of that. It starts with a person being unaware and then becoming aware and then seeing the solution. The goal will be multiplication. Their goal will be to share. Our goal is for them to grow as a follower of Jesus. So this is what's happening. But when we're doing this in these social ads, part of what we have to do is to remove obstacles. As we're talking with people, we begin to see what those barriers are for them to be able to take that next step in their faith journey there. And this will vary so much by location, which may mean that you need to shift even what pieces of content you're doing. For example, one of the countries that we're really heavily leaning into, we're able to get lots and lots, hundreds now, of comments and engagement, but not very many messages. 
So what we're doing is shifting our content itself to more testimonial-based and group-based where they can see, oh, there's other people, and this is what it looks like in this group collectivistic culture of being able to see multiple people. In fact, being able to even see groups meeting. We're putting that into the videos and to this marketing that we're doing there. We have to think about their obstacles. What are the barriers there? If they're aware of the problems that they see in their life, then that's where we want to share solutions, the Holy Spirit fruit. If they are comfortably numb, then one of the the phrases and ideas that I have used from the very beginning with a team in Bosnia that I was training was this idea of pressing in on the bruise then. Because sometimes we become so numb to the pain that we feel. We just think this is the way it is. This is the way it will always be. We lose hope. We don't believe there's anything different out there. Sometimes it's important for us to press on that bruise a little bit to let them be aware that there is relief, there is hope, there is love or joy or peace or patience, all of these fruits of the Spirit that are available to them. And so if they're numb, we want to press in on that, but not just stay there. Let them become aware that there is a solution to what they're looking for. So it starts with being unaware, but it leads to being not only from unaware to aware to that solution, and we walk them through it. Starting at the top, letting them learn and evaluate and read and think, letting the Spirit do what only He can do. And then we partner with the Spirit when they begin to message, comment, leading to then, Lord willing, face-to-face, where that can lead to multiplying disciples. So it takes time. It takes commitment and it takes a thought out strategy that is something that you are continually testing and evaluating. Be testing. Look at things. Think culturally. Ask questions. Be curious. Become aware of what people are saying. Be a student. Be a psychologist. Be a detective of your culture. And finally, I want to encourage you to be a person of prayer. Pray, pray, pray. Pray. Pray specifically for these people. Pray for them by name as they're messaging you. Pray for your responders. Pray for those who you do not know by name. Pray for specific numbers. Ask the Lord to do things that only he can do in your context. And I think God will bless that. I think he will be the one who then will get all of the glory. All right, well, there you go. I hope this is an encouragement to you today. I hope it makes you think through a little bit about how you are doing your funnel, your marketing itself, thinking through different pieces, thinking through what you want to be experimenting with, and maybe adding some different types of follow-up or processes to that journey that you're sharing with people. As always, if there's ideas, questions, things that we can help you with as far as this show, we would love to be able to do that. We do appreciate your prayers. We are so thankful for the safety that God has provided in travel recently. We have seven new teams that have just launched that we've been able to are continuing to work with. We have a whole new group that's getting ready to launch here in just a couple of weeks. So we would love for you to continue to pray for us at Kavanaugh. And if we can pray for you specifically in any 
anyway, please let us know. Thanks for sharing, subscribing, liking this show. It is a benefit to me, an encouragement to me for us to do this, to give this show and what we're learning away. And thank you for sharing what you're learning with us so that we can share it with our broader audience and tribe as well. Until next time, take care. May God find you faithful being a person of prayer, lifting up his son in all that you do. Take care and God bless. Thank you for listening to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast. We hope you subscribe to it and that you'll share it with those who are also laboring for the Lord to find seekers in their contacts. May God bless you in all you do for him and for his kingdom.